to another episode of the Hooligans Pitch. As always, it's your boys, Michael and Chad, coming at you on a Monday night. What's going on, Chad? <laughs> Ooh, now that's an intro. <laughs> yeah, we're all about the, the good vibes this Monday. Sunday, that's bad it. vibes. Monday, good vibes. So You got to um, start the week off strong, so that's good. <laughs> we had to start this week very strong, and uh, we're doing it. We're here. Yeah. Um, Good victories for our European teams. Sad victory, sad losses. This is bad. Sad, sad losses for our California teams post Super Bowl. Um, that's for the sad podcast. This is the happy podcast. We're winners exactly. this weekend. We put the winners. teams away that we should have put away. Um, mm-hmm. Feeling good, sitting right there. Three teams at the top of the table right now. It is tight. Don't like it. I like it, but I don't like it. Yeah, like it's cool, but at the same time, like. I need some separation. Y'all stressing <laughs> me out. <laughs> um, well, shoot, let's get into it. Um, mm-hmm. I think the teams that we expected to win did their thing. Uh, however, there are definitely a couple shakeups in there, and I think we had some teams that at least we thought would would have some momentum from the last couple weeks coming into this week. Certainly. Um, yeah. I, I want to just start with... with Sheffield and Luton, just because that's kind of the that's kind of the game that we were hyped on Luton last couple weeks, yeah. and Sheffield showing nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing for the last how many months has the season been going on? Uh, six, yeah. And, and now they looked they looked decent against a good Luton team. It was it was a weird one. Like I felt like it made me feel like a liar. Like, like going into this game, we were like, all right, Luton's got to figure it out. They're going to be safe. Like <laughs> it seemed like this was going to be an easy slam dunk, you know, yep. Luton at home too. So, um, you know, that's been basically the 12th man for them. And then, yeah, they just put out an absolute stinker and Sheffield looked like they knew how to play. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's the that Brazilian Souza guy, man. He is just a beast. He was yeah. huge. He looked he looked enormous compared <laughs> to everyone out there. Yeah, I mean it, it was certainly a shocking result. Which um, you know, if if at the beginning of the the year <laughs> you would have told me a result between Luton and Sheffield was the shocking result for the weekend, like <laughs> I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> you said who? <laughs> oh man chad this game got me so excited i jumped the gun on our beers uh he did. i i, I it's, <laughs> we're not in january anymore i'm so used to just skipping it um we gotta we gotta just do a quick one so i'll pull mm-hmm. one out for the Luton boys uh cryo ranger that's the mm. the new new belgium um tasty i like it yeah how about just you? like straight ipa or, or... um yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I got one more of the Tropic Force, so mm. finishing up that and I was looking led on to something else. But, but I, I did not see it. I haven't seen that cryo one, so I don't know if I got the Tropic trial, you got the cryo trial. Yeah. 7.8% though, so. All right. We're here. Heavy hitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but really... I think this was just Luton having a really bad day. Okay. Not necessarily that uh, that Sheffield figured it out. Because um, even just kind of pouring over their their stats, um, like Kaminsky had zero saves and mm-hmm. I think like attempted only like three launch passes when normally mm-hmm. he's in the like you know ten, eleven, twelve plus 
range of at least attempted launch passes. Um, so I don't know. Could have been different game plan because it's a little more even playing fields. Oh, yeah. um, but if see... that... Do you see it, the touches? It... <laughs> yeah, like it, it didn't... <laughs> that, that's what I'm thinking. It just uh, Maybe it was just more of a bad day. I don't think you would yeah. switch up your game plan so drastically just because your your level of competition has changed. But um, you know, it's all the same guys out there for Luton. It, it wasn't like he they fully rotated or anything, right? I think, or that... they just fell for the trap of Sheffield's been terrible, so like this will be a cakewalk, and then <laughs> here you go. Absolutely, I think I think that's a possibility. I think in this game, Sheffield got to be Sheffield in terms of uh, being the ones kind of on their, on their heels the whole time while Luton was the ball-dominating team. Mm-hmm. So they had to play a little bit of a – I mean, they had to play a different style from what they're used to playing. And, and their style yeah. is countering, um, getting lucky when the when the offense can't convert so then they can quickly get back down the field. And in this game, it's like they had the possession for the majority of the game. And yeah. it was Sheffield being the Luton uh, – <laughs> and it was, yeah, definitely did not see that scoreline coming. Out of all the scorelines, that is the one where I'm just like, whoa. And even yeah. tuning into that game a little bit, um, so many games started at 9 o'clock on Saturday, so it was hard mm-hmm. to kind of bounce around. But, uh, yeah, definitely definitely shocked to see that one for sure. Yeah. Um, I do want to shout out uh, Archer's Cameron Archer's run. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Good control and then, you know, great shot placement to, I think that was the first goal for Sheffield. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, that was pretty nice. Um, just just well controlled and, and, and put away nicely. Not didn't get too too ahead of himself or shoot it over the bar or anything. So credit where, where credit's due, I guess. Exactly. And this keeps looting. Right above Everton, which I wanted Everton to be a little feistier this weekend. And I know, I know early game against City. Yeah. City almost back to full force. Doku, I think, is the one where it's like still like, what's he going to, how is he looking right now? But he's the young one out of that entire team. So I, I, I would ensure him coming back full strength pretty soon. Um, Holland, first goal in 76 days which is a wild number considering he was scoring every two and a half days last year (laughs) my god um so yeah he went a long time without scoring and then he put up some class goals in this one uh Mm -hmm. first one was just a bullet i don't know how you save that if you get a hand on it your hand's coming off yeah exactly (laughs) uh but his second goal chat in that game he just he just said, "Get off me, son! Uh, yeah, you're my child now." <laughs> and Pickford, I, I didn't really get to see his true reaction, um, but I imagine he was. I imagine at that point he's like just disappointed, not you know, not mad, just disappointed. I think yeah. that's. I think that's what Pickford probably felt in that situation. I'm like, what are you gonna do, man? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was more of just Everton kind of delaying the inevitable like mm-hmm. um they were doing pretty good about crowding out the box and kind of forcing city to to shoot from far um which is like was working uh yeah. i mean i think city ended the game with only three shots on target which is certainly low for them but 
um, you know, you can only <laughs> defend for so long before the other team finds a way through, especially when it's a team of Holland and, you know, when they brought De Bruyne in, like, it's just hard to do. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like Everton's fire from getting the point deduction lasted all of like one game. And then they were just like, Oh, well, all right. <laughs> I, I think it'll come back as the season progresses and we get to that like crunch time window where it's like, okay, we mm-hmm. have like five games left. We like, th- we have to do, we have the Sean Dice yeah. effect needs to kick in mm-hmm. today. Um, I think that's when we'll probably see some maximum effort. Um, I, I, I did get up for this game. I watched the first half. I dozed off until the 65th minute and then mm. woke up at like the 80th and said, oh, yep, okay, they're winning. Yep. That's probably going to be the end of this. <laughs> and then I, I napped until the 9 o'clock games. There you um, go. <laughs> but uh, Everton didn't play bad. They just had to play perfect to even get a point yeah. in this game. And it's like that's – you, you don't you're you're not a perfect team in any way shape or no. form so you're kind of just like banking on city playing terrible which was just yeah yeah you kind of needed to come up against city like a few weeks ago when before de bruyne got back when holland was still out when um you know they were missing just key players so there's a lot of rotation in there and and they did have those shaky moments um even then, I think Everton would have still had to be like pretty much perfect to to really get anything from the game, mm-hmm. which uh, you know, Calvert Lewin's not scoring. Um, you know that that back line is fine, I guess. Trying, try, they're trying hard. They're trying. Yeah, trying. But great, you know, great word. Um, it's just, it, I don't think all those defenders are like they don't want to be defenders that always are defending for the whole game. Um, and I think it just kind of showed here, you know, it's, it's uh, probably not a tough one to take for Everton fans probably expected, but mm-hmm. I think to go 70 minutes of like nil, nil, and then to kind of give it away, probably hurt a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, their midfield is pretty trash though. They got no, they got no creativity True. in there. Yeah. They're starting 38 year old Ashley young. Um, <laughs> Which I can't believe he's still even playing. You know, we talk about that Thiago guy, Silva yeah. being the old man. Hey, don't forget about him. See, we think we we're saying Thiago don't need the stress. Ashley Young oh. don't need the the relegation stress. Come on now. I know. <laughs> just retire, son. Just retire. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, City as usual gets that done. They play Chelsea next. Mm-hmm. Um. And we could segue to Chelsea, but yeah. I just feel like that matchup is going to be a punishing one for Chelsea. You think it's a uh, City's going to get their full revenge of you not making us look like this <laughs> this team you can just draw against? <laughs> Absolutely. I I mean, Pep's classy, but I think he wants to. I think he just wants to make sure that Chelsea is not even close. I think this game is going to be like mm. over before halftime. I think it's going to be one of those games. Mm, um, okay. Because, I mean, Chelsea today uh, down 1-0 at half, correct me if I'm wrong, and then scored three in the uh, second yeah. half. So yeah. they, they turned it around. Um, but with a team against C- – I mean, it's Palace. Like, Palace has been playing yeah. awful, arguably one of the Still worst Still no teams. Elise, no Eze out there too, so – 
arguably one of the worst teams in the Premier League right now. Um, I you know last year I was pretty down on them, and honestly this year I was like kind of mid about them, and now I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, it's it's that, yeah. it's that time again when they are, could be battling for relegation. I mean they're five points away from it. It's not impossible. Yeah, they uh, they certainly need to. Really, they need Eze and Elise to stay healthy because that without them, they're like a dead team, basically. <laughs> yeah, and they look yeah. good with them. That's what's yeah. crazy too. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, Palace. I think Palace kind of played to the same level that Chelsea was playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know what who that says more about, really. But um, <laughs> you know, I, I think. Um, Mateta looks really lively up top. Um, you know, he kind of kind of sets up that that Lerma goal with his initial run down the the line and cross mm. in. Um, I don't know that you're that you want Mateta to be the one crossing it in when he should probably be in there to maybe head it. But yeah. <laughs> you know, it's whatever. But uh, I mean, yeah, like stats wise, Chelsea definitely had possession and 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 passing and all those numbers. Um, but like shooting was pretty even. I think Chelsea ended the first half with one shot and it wasn't on target. Um, they had nothing going. Nothing. Yeah. So th- this is one of those score lines where I feel like it doesn't really tell I agree. the story. Mm-hmm. I agree with that completely. Did you see how many yeah. touches Chelsea had over a thousand? Oh yeah. Yeah. So- I mean, they, they had the ball plenty. I think honestly, Crystal Palace, if they would have, been able to have a little bit more threatening shooting and keep a little bit more possession, they probably could have at least got a draw out of this game. Yeah. I agree so. with that. Can you believe this is Gallagher's first goal of the year? Yeah, I was surprised when I heard that too. I had to look it up because I didn't believe it. And it, it is the <laughs> truth. But, um, yeah, I was kind of shocked. So the guy who scores two is probably not going to be on this team in a couple months. Which is yeah, precious. unless they can really uh, – change his mind but i mean at this point he's hasn't signed a new contract yet i mean it doesn't look good right (laughs) so i don't know i this is kind of a weird game for chelsea i think to like what they can take away from it Mm -hmm. i don't think they can take anything like like oh that formation that tactic worked because it didn't really. It like <laughs> you got some good breaks at the end there, and and you know, kind of stat padded a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think if anything, you you maybe just try and take the uh, like men- mentality momentum from this game into the city game. Um, but again, they won the whole first half, and and you know did nothing, and you know if. If City is going to come out guns blazing, then oof, <laughs> Chelsea better be ready. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, to be fair, that game that they had a couple months ago, that was kind of a, a guns blazing game on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very fast paced. Um, yeah, defending maybe wasn't all there. Uh, especially, yeah. and, I, and I do think John, John Stones wasn't around. I think City was doing a couple different things with their back line. So I'll, I'll be curious to see what changes on both sides, really. Um, you know, it, will Cole Palmer start up top? What's like, what's that back line going to be doing? Mm-hmm. 
they're not going to have Sanchez, and that's who was in goal last time for Chelsea. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be. I hope it. I hope Chelsea well, plays to their level that they're capable of. Obviously, playing against City, but I just don't think that's the case after this last month they've had. So, so last time they came off of that game against Tottenham into the city game where they won four, one Tottenham got two red cards, whatever. So it might be a little bit of that where it's like they got that winning momentum mentality and like carried that in. Um, But I think he maybe benefited from city, maybe not fully coming out as as hot and strong as they wanted. Um, At least, you know, not as a, composed i guess in, in in that um whereas this time i think pep will really be on the city players are like look they're not putting four past us let alone getting a draw out of us this time so <laughs> yeah um now, was that the most goals they gave up this year too i imagine it has to be i'm sure it is yeah um i don't, I don't remember see, anyone else doing a lot anything so. over two to be honest yeah castle with two yeah but uh I don't know. I mean, Palmer got uh, two assists in this one, so maybe he's getting pumped up for the city game, and <laughs> he'll try and do that uh, again. But I, I'm a hundred percent Chelsea fan that day. Don't get me wrong. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will be rooting for Chelsea. I just <laughs> am not gonna get. It's it's weird because I feel like past games City have played, like the Everton game this weekend. I was kind of mm. like, maybe they can do it. Maybe they can do it. But with Chelsea, I'm like, nah, dude, it's not going to happen. It's weird. Yeah. It's it's a weird energy that Chelsea gives off. I think they're just kind of, they're like very up and down, but more often, um, I guess, let let the score line down. Like it, it shouldn't, they should be winning games and they don't. And mm-hmm. it's just hard to, uh <laughs> Yeah, hard to hard to trust them or like put your faith in them to do what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Well, the good news is they're top ten now. Oh wow, they made it! <laughs> yeah, don't choke, Chad. Yeah, Ooh, caught um, me by surprise there. <laughs> how long do you think they'll stay? Oh, well, Wolves hot on their heels there. Yep. Which we can, um, we can segue to Wolves really quick if we need to. Wolves take on Tottenham next week after uh, Brentford defeating them. If 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 Huang is back, yeah. Wolves got it. Oh, Wolves taking down Tottenham. If if Huang is back, he should be. Son was back he last week be, yeah. or this week. I mean, Son set up uh, the game. Arguably, if Son's not there this yeah. past week for Tottenham, they don't win that game. Um, yeah, everyone's kind of coming back from. AFCON and Asian Cup getting ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, my boy Endo back on the pitch. Big difference. It's crazy what those guys are just <laughs> so crucial to our teams. So, yeah, if Huang is back, um, it's must watch. I'll give you that. I, oh, for I, sure. Yeah. I, I'd like to see how their defense hold up holds up because, wow, let's segue, let's segue to that game really quick. Tony's goal, how wide open was that man? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, they got to figure out uh, whatever's happening in that back line. Because, I mean, yeah, he, he, he just... Dude, it was huge. <laughs> like, I feel like when you, you're planning for th- this game against Brentford, you probably have some portion of your, like, tactical meeting where it's like, guard Tony. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that, sure. that if anyone's going to be wide open, it should never have been that guy. <laughs> that the whole pitch that was just cut open, and they were playing three at the back, but I, I that pass looks so easy to make, and then Tony yeah. just just slots it in so freely. Um, this Brentford team that we saw against the Wolves, I like. Defense mm-hmm. looked organized. Um, put Mbumo in there, and it's it's yeah. it's a force, maybe not to be reckoned with, but a force that you have to at least worry about a little bit. And then Regulon, man, he's come alive too. Yeah, um, he's been flying up all up and down the pitch, getting tackles here and there, and and uh, you know he'd be he'd be a great addition to have with Rico Henry. It's like it's crazy the pieces that they're missing or have been missing for a chunk of this year. Um, and, and where Brentford is now. What are they sitting right now? 15th? Uh, 14th. 14th? It's like the teams above them right now, Bournemouth and Fulham. Like, I would, I want to peg Brentford above them. Um, mm-hmm. Hell, but I, when does Chelsea play Brentford next? Oh. Uh, March 2nd. Okay, yeah. Come on. That, that could be battle for top 10 if they, if they take care of business. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You know, I'm a Brentford homer. I like Thomas Frank. I mm-hmm. like what that team does. Tony's come back now. What he has three goals in his last four. Pretty sure, yeah. Um, so if he's there all season long, it's way different, way different placement for that team. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you even just saw you know Mbumo through the start of the season and how good he was of, of just picking up the pieces. So if he has his you know strike partner in Tony, like I think they probably get more wins and and are able to kind of be that mid-table team that I think they really are. Um, and then, yeah, they went through that weird spell where they just, like, couldn't... There's no organization in, in defense, and uh, it seems they're getting past that. So, so wait, you don't, I think, don't think Brentford could fight for top seven? Top seven? Yeah. Mm. I don't think top seven. You don't think they could battle Newcastle? No. Full strength Newcastle? I think Newcastle probably beats them purely on just like that Newcastle just runs and runs and runs. Um, I don't disagree with you. I'm just... I think that that's maybe the ceiling for me. Like, I think... The West Ham team now, I think they can go kind of toe-to-toe with them. West Ham, um, dude, West Ham was champions of English football like a month ago for us, and now <laughs> and now we don't know what to think of them. That's what I'm saying. It, it, West Ham is, is falling fast here. so um, That is a drop-off. In, and I feel like the West Ham, West Ham and Brighton, I, I feel like, are the ones that right now I think Brentford could That's where have. they are. Yeah, done a little bit better um, against those kind of teams, but um, I think yeah, just the like turbulence in in who's available to play and and you know the cloud around Tony of like is he coming back or is he you know going to whatever team and um, I, I I wish Mbuma was was fit and healthy to to play with him from you know Tony's return. I think that would have been. Like it, it was already pretty exciting to get Tony back out there, and, and not only that, but like for him to like get scoring right away. And I think having 
uh, like proper winger and and Buma would have been like cherry on top for that and and really push them forward more. But I think they'll uh, I think they'll survive. I think they're making the right right steps here to to no longer keep falling. I, I'm going to say 14th is the lowest they're going to go. I don't think they they go any lower. Yeah, that'd be pretty shocking if they if they fell anymore. Um, tough schedule for them though coming up. They got Liverpool this weekend. They got City. Then they got West Ham. Then they got Chelsea. Then they got Arsenal. Oof. <laughs> Still holding that fourteenth. Is that? Yeah, I, they, I think so. They gotta win at least, at least, at least. Well, shoot, I was gonna say at least two, but probably just at least. They're probably gonna only win one of those games. Yeah. Um. And in my head, it's. It's probably the West Ham game. I think Chelsea, just looking now, I think Chelsea could would could would beat Brentford, but I think West Ham is so out of whack right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Man? I mean, look. Should we talk about your thumping that you gave him? <laughs> Let's let's get it out of the way for the possible West Ham fan that listens to this. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! Six. Yeah, that was not what I expected. No. <laughs> they beat you like, all like two months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I know like they've been in a, a little bit of a a struggle re- lately, but you know West Ham at home against Arsenal, a London rival. I, I figured. They're up for it. And honestly, the first 30 minutes looked like they were going to put up a fight, right? Like, they looked in it. Um, I think Arsenal certainly looks more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But then that first goal goes in, and West Ham just, like, stops playing. Like, no one. Like, like no one's defending. No one's jumping. Well, I'm not going to say no one. Bowen is the only guy out there I saw constantly making runs trying to get on the ball trying to do things everyone else is just like nothing <laughs> yeah he looked pretty frustrated that when when arsenal uh i think it was i think it was at the trissard goal i think that was the one where he was just like oh my god like what, yeah. what are we doing right now so it, like this this is just the paqueta effect right this is just showing how crucial he was to them i guess like i didn't I, like I know he kind of operates that Bruno role where he he creates, but he also makes a lot of tackles and everything. But Bruno, Bruno G. Uh, Fernandez. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I didn't I didn't think it would be such a, a disruption and and drop off by missing him. Um. You know, you still have like Kudus is back, right? And and you know, you still have Bowen out there. You got Ward Prowse, like. Your midfield's basically the same. You still have Suchek and Alvarez behind them. Um, I don't know. It, it threw off the balance. <laughs> and, and West Ham and David Moyes don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Fans were streaming out at halftime. Oof. Yeah, that was that was I mean, rough. Um, I, I do I do have my notes for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsenal. AKA Trissard and Saka watched some Le Cut Inside videos. Finally. <laughs> F- 
finally. That's what I've been wanting. <laughs> uh, both having mirror, mirror, mirror goals from opposite yeah. feet. Um, you know, we don't see Sokka do that cut inside too often. Uh, however, well, you see the cut, but then he doesn't really do anything with it. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, I will say though, the defending was atrocious. Um, yeah, he he made that like shoulder shimmy, and then the defender disappeared. <laughs> it was like now you see me, now you don't. Yeah. It's gone. And uh, if you go watch back, dude, the defender. I don't like Sokka's move is good. But it wasn't mm. great. It wasn't the greatest like, no. shoulder feint he's ever had. It was very soft. And that's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. That that first goal went in and just crushed any mental strength that West Ham players had. They they forgot what they were doing. They forgot their assignment on the day. You know, it's it's it was incredible to see a team that that gave us such an issue. A couple mm-hmm. months ago, look completely different and just like yeah. have nothing for going for them. Um, walk me through your reaction to the Declan Rice goal. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, so at this point in the game, you're up five, right? Like yeah. at this point, it's like you're let's just keep going for more. We're trying to eat away at that goal differential, right? Mm-hmm. So then. <sighs> Yeah, you know, ball kind of pops out to Trossard and Odegaard, and they both are doing the, like, you, no, me, no, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, come on, guys. Like, I don't know if that would have been a goal for me to one of them, but, like, that was a perfect opportunity to get a shot off. And then just out of, off the screen out of nowhere, Declan comes and just bangs it. And it was like, blew my mind for a split second yeah. i wish he i understand why he didn't celebrate but a goal like that i feel like you gotta do something <laughs> and uh man that was just when that one went in i was like oh this could like this could get ugly like eight I, I, six I was, was already ugly but <laughs> i i thought y'all were gonna get seven because you kept pushing and i was like it, i was like seven yeah. is all, it, it, it's very possible that y'all get seven you made a lot of substitutions after that goal after the sixth one i believe i think everyone yeah came yeah, out all the like all the key players basically came out that we could yeah. um we got um what's his name that kid uh ethan nwanary not i don't know how to say it he's like 16 so you know it's uh that's never a good sign when when the other team's bringing on the 16 year olds yeah, that's that's uh yeah, high school juniors coming out to school you. Um yeah. Not not what Jared Bowen signed up for. No. Um yeah. I think I I don't know where West Ham goes. Like I've I've was kind of peeking around at their like subreddit after this and um you know, of course a lot of them are kind of on the David Moyes out train right now. Mm-hmm. But against that same question we've been asking all season of like, who do you bring in right now? Like, I mean, I guess now Mourinho's available if you really want to try that. out. <laughs> but uh, that'd be sick. I feel, I'm I'm down to get him back in the Premier League. Me too. You know? man, like, I miss him. <laughs> I feel like West we need to be the good. It's a decent. It's a good squad on paper. Mm-hmm. It just needs to. Uh, things need to click again. Yeah. And if this is Moises, God, 
fourth season now. It's got to be around four. Um, I think um, yeah, something like that. Because I remember three years ago he had a great season. Last year was turbulent. Oh, yeah, won yeah. a cup, and then this year, so it's got to be around three to four. Um, so you know, pretty long. Consider all considering pretty long tenureship with with West Ham. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jose uh, could come in there and I think really get that fan base riled up. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, there's some hype there, and I think. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just miss him. I miss his antics. I, I feel like not that yeah. the Premier League's boring, but like it's not not of course it's not boring, but I'm like the coaches right now are just very I don't know, we all know what they bring to the table here. Klopp is mm-hmm. arguably the, the most enthusiastic one and we're gonna be losing him soon. And then you got Arteta and then, you know, the front there's a drop off of like well who's yeah. kind of that manager? Take out Pep, Pep's in a different category. Who's like the manager that everyone wants to look at? And mm-hmm. it, we all want Marino's not even in the same uh, area. He's so far away from us. And we're all like, is he coming? Like we all yeah. want him. We don't even care where he goes. We just want him. Yeah. I, and I mean, I think Mourinho's one of those guys that he's not afraid to kind of call out other managers and, and just kind of like, you know, uh, play that mental game obviously and and rile up the opponent and poke the bear when he needs to um the whole west ham would be so good oh my so, God. i mean west ham might be a good fit in that like i think a lot of people wouldn't and probably don't take them like overly seriously but then if Mourinho's there i think that perception will change a bit and uh you know <laughs> i think you could make something fun happen there i'm just googling just in case, <laughs> 11 hours ago, Jose mm-hmm. Mourinho emerged as West Ham favorites as David Moyes' sack decision noted. <laughs> oh boy, Chad. Look, if you're going to get rid of Moyes, you're still in Europa. Mm. I think Mourinho's a pretty good shout. Like we said, on, on, on paper, that team is decent enough like we've seen where they can perform maybe they were overperforming at the start of this season but um you know clearly there is talent in that squad Mm -hmm. i think Mourinho comes in with already a a certain level of respect um you know that he's gained over the years and and um i don't know i i think i don't think you can go on this bad run, get rid of David Moyes and bring in like someone of, of equal caliber. I don't think that'll be the excitement that you need to Graham Potter. (laughs) See, I I don't think that would do it. I don't think that would get the excitement from, from players and fans to be like, all right, season's back on. I think you do need like like your Mourinho or or, I don't know who else, but, Mourinho He's got like <laughs> to come in a year and a half. You give him a year, you give yeah. him half this year and then all of next year. And if you don't like what you get, okay, then, then, cause then you got a lot of players you can sell off and do whatever you got to do True. with it. But this is like, I'm not saying this is their, uh, the peak caliber team they're going to have in this next yeah. year and a half, but their team, I think personally is good enough to at least be in top 10, which they are currently, mm-hmm. but they're quickly falling out. So how do you how do you change this uh, 
is to climb. What do you need to do? And if Moyes is not yeah. the guy, which is, I mean, Moyes basically said, I understand why the fans are leaving. I don't know if that's the best thing to say to the public yeah. saying like, yeah, our team was shit. No wonder why they left. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, you could say, you know, we need our team. We need our fans to rally behind our team. Our, our fan, our team seeing the fans leave halfway through the game definitely took some, some steam out of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I look at it that way to where he basically just, I don't want to say didn't take it seriously, but it just, it wasn't a good look for me. I, I, if, if my coach ever said that, he's like, yeah, no wonder why they left. I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, (laughs) thanks for believing in us coach. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. I mean, and just kind of comparing, you know, Mourinho was at Roma. Um, I would argue they're about the, the the same level as West Ham, and and like they have some big names. Um, you know, Mourinho was able to bring Lukaku there, which love or hate Lukaku, like Mourinho almost alone pulled him in there, um, and he performed well for them. And then, you know, it when I when I when he got fired from Roma, I did see a lot of fans online being. A little upset that he was fired like mm-hmm. yeah season wasn't going incredibly well but i think they saw what Mourinho was bringing to the team and like how much he bought into roma um so i don't know i i i, I kind of started saying Mourinho as a joke and now i'm talking myself into it so <laughs> yeah i'll buy it if it happens it. i i am here for it i'm on board <laughs> wide open arms jose come on that's it come home I want him to to go to West Ham, get some late minute winner against Chelsea, and sprint down the field. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> you bad. <laughs> um, it would be fitting because West Ham does play Man City on the last day of the season. Well, see here you go. If they hire him the week before the season ends. And he comes in there and beats City and allows one of our teams to win the Premier League. I'd I'd kiss his feet. I would. <laughs> yeah, I mean it it feels like one of those uh like Thanos moments, like you did all this and here you are coming back to me. Like Mourinho will save us from the, the city continued run in at the end of the season and, and being unstoppable would be tight <laughs> well that was your six nil defeat or uh, victory west victory, west ham yeah. west ham's defeat um yeah um you know I, I great to see a big win like that um but i think maybe the biggest thing is this leveled goal differential with city now so um could be very big come the end of the season to to be right there so Cool. Yeah, ready to ready to keep pushing forward. <laughs> when, what, what do you know? I'm looking at City's schedule right now. Will they be mm-hmm. made up? If you take a look at it, will they be fully matched up with everyone else by the twentieth? Yeah. Is that the day we're looking at? February twentieth. Um, City plays Brentford. That's the game they're missing. So then, um, wow. They will play. They yeah, the following game. Saturday. So Beautiful. they should be caught up, and then yeah, it's. It's a race to the end, basically. Copenhagen. Sprinkled in some 
some yeah some Champions just, League. But... Just make them tired. Just make them really tired for these next five days. That's it. That's all you got to do. Like, could you imagine? You, I mean, regardless of the result, if if Copenhagen takes some, you know, two games, kind of makes them work for it, or takes it down to the wire. Like, regardless of if Copenhagen were to win or lose, like that's a good showing for you. Like you're a, a, a team that no one expected to get to this point. And if you can get anything past city or at least, yeah, make them really work for it. I think you're, you're gaining a lot of respect in the, the European soccer world. So looking deep into their schedule, Copenhagen then plays city again, March 6th, four days mm-hmm. later, they play Liverpool, Chad. Oof. Oof. Copenhagen, please. I will be forever right. in your debt. Yep, we're you, all Copenhagen fans. Just don't lose this first leg by a shit ton. That's that's is the first the one home here. or away for them. Copenhagen home. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that I think they they might be able to pull the Luton effect. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of a. a different world than cities used to um much colder right now than than england would be and you know get loud get please get those city players uneasy and uh who was that that young kid uh rooney or something that came in oh, yeah. uh, in the uh, earlier yeah, stages R- rooney yeah 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 <laughs> and then they got hoyland's brother too oh okay yeah so yeah, so, what is his name? He's like a, he's like the teenager. Um, they don't have him on the starting preview. Mm. I hope he's not injured. No, I don't see him on the injury list. Okay, that's good. Yeah, Rooney. It was like R O O I. Yeah, it was something and, different. Um. Yeah, he was fun. Yeah, he he looked exciting. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you think uh, Copenhagen obviously, I think understands the the challenge they're about to face, but stranger things have happened. You got so. the whole world behind you. Exactly, anything is possible. <laughs> All right, let's jump to Liverpool here. I don't got too much to say about this game. Um, I will say, I was a little nervous um, going into halftime, being level. At the 44th minute, I had to pee so bad, so I ran into the bathroom, and then Kristen says, they scored. I said, That's are, how you, it goes. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> nothing was happening. I was like, I have I have to go, and I was like, I have time. Like, nothing's going to happen. And, of course, they let one in. So, um, you know, whatever. We come back out. Uh, I'm so glad Diaz got the goal during right, – shortly after half started. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, he's – been doing a lot of dribbling and dribbling and dribbling <laughs> and dribbling, Chad. And he reminds me of what Nunez was kind of doing last year, where mm. he would find these open spaces, which was great. Take the open space. But he's not realizing the people next to him are also wide open. Yeah. Um, there was an opportunity where he could have passed to Darwin, and I believe Darwin would have scored. Who knows? Might have hit the post. But... <laughs> Um, it was just, it was just, it, I caught it a couple times. I was like, Oh, like, come on, like pass it. It's okay to pass yeah. it. Like do it. Um, but his goal was great. Great, great effort. Um, mm. I feel kind of bad for him right now because when he scores, it doesn't even look like he wants to celebrate because he's just like, it's going to get called back. 
and yeah. it sucks because it's happened to him so many times. <laughs> so I get it. I get why the excitement level is low. And I'm hoping we can get to a point where he scores goals that aren't these like controversial things, so he can go like actually celebrate um, instead of being like he basically was like. I hope I hope it counts. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then Darwin's header was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad, I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a really good player for us in the future. Uh, considering how many opportunities he has to score, he just has to if he can just put one away per game. Look yeah. at that, fantastic. Then we have a great ratio. I mean, how many shots on target did he have this game? Three. I haven't looked, but I'm assuming it's up there. Um, oh, just two, but five shots total. Diaz, yeah. four shots total. And a couple, I think two of Diaz's shots, he had Nunez open. So, um, you know, we're hitting the target. I think that's what counts, putting pressure on the keeper. It is Burnley, of course, but to come out 3-1, good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think this... Uh... I mean, really, I like the main thing in my notes is just Harvey Elliott was like super oh, sub, yeah, for basically. Sure, sure. he's a um, spark. I'm giving him two assists. I know they didn't give him an assist for that Diaz goal because it takes a little deflection, yeah, but like silly. he set that thing up. Yeah. So come on, <laughs> it's almost like identical too. Both both of them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think you're right. I think Darwin will continue to grow and and uh, get better. I mean, he's only 24. Like he's He's still young as as far as you know your strikers go, um, and to be, I know like he kind of gets memed on for hitting the post a lot, but like I'd rather you be shooting and hitting the post than missing it wide. So um, I think he he's moving in the right direction. Certainly, he's he's clearly learning. Like you know, we saw, like you said, he started out just not passing. Mm-hmm. He would take the the crazy shot because. I don't know. At Benfica, he did. I don't know. But uh, he's learned to pass. He he has that connection with Salah. Um, he's a good piece to have, I think, and uh, certainly offers a, a threat up top. Um, different to, to what Firmino brought, but, um, you know, I, I think you're probably going to find a new Firmino figure somewhere in the team over the next few years anyway that that kind of fulfills that more like facilitator role. Yeah. Um, which is maybe kind of like Slobosly's role almost a little bit. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see him play a little further up yeah, more than he does. But same. But it's Endo's back. I'm telling you, that's going to make a, that helps a huge too, yeah. difference. It's mm-hmm. crazy how much better they looked in the midfield because it allowed um, McAllister to push up and, mm-hmm. you know, be his, you know, he's he's been a great six. But really, we didn't, he didn't sign up to be a six. He wants to go attack. He wants to go score, and he wants to assist. Yeah. Um, I mean, Darwin's has seven assists, which is crazy too. And and those five yeah. post hits we've talked about, if he makes those, he's at thirteen goals, which would be, I think, at this point, third in the Premier League um, under so, yeah. Salah and Holland. So it's like, yeah, to be to be thirteen goals, seven assists, like that's crazy. Eight yellows is the problem. That's that's the like. <laughs> well, I think that's just part of him. So. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's not that's not what I want out of my uh, my striker to be lead, uh, leading the team in yellow cards. That's not not what I want. It's not ideal, but um, yeah, you know, if it was last year, if, if this was the same player from last year to this year, you know, 
I'd be a lot more nervous, I think, for his future. But because he looks, he just looks so much more settled down. He looks oh, like yeah. he's chilled out a ton, which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's got his nerves out, and and uh, he can kind of just focus some more on on being who Liverpool bought instead of trying to be. Um, you know, he was the man in Portugal, yeah. and now and now he has a lot of other people who can do. Um, a great job around him. So I can't wait to get Salah back. I, I hope, I don't know what his timeline's looking at right now. I, I, I know uh, AFCON final happened recently and that was his return date. So he's, he's got to be okay. close. Um, yeah. So yeah, return date was set for Sala. Let's see. Um, expected, expected this weekend. So we'll see. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Brentford, you know, you should mostly be able to get past them without Salah, but... Um, I think late sub. I think we, we yeah, need to start I, him. Get him in. Just... I think, yeah, get him back out there a little bit. Just get him back up to speed, but... Yeah, feel it Yeah, out. I mean, you know, yeah, this this game was... I mean, it's any of the, the bottom table teams that can kind of throw a wrench in, in your plan. Um and you know Liverpool coped with it pretty well. You know they they uh, adjusted where they needed to, and I mean, yeah, Harvey Elliott came in and, and set up two good goals to yeah. to really ensure the victory. So yeah, job done. <laughs> On to the next one. All right, let's bust out the uh, the non fan favorites here. Um, Tottenham Brighton Brighton uh, Tottenham, you know. They won. Did they deserve to win this game? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they deserved it. I thought Brighton did decent. I think Tottenham's yeah. first goal was ridiculously lucky. Mm. Uh, like, I mean, I'd say both goals are, are just big defensive errors from sure. from kind of dunk alone. <laughs> like, I know it was it was more than that, but like... First goal, I guess, is a little bit unlucky. Uh, you know, his deflection bounces off the the post and and back to Sar. Um, but that second goal, he's just like so incredibly out of position, and then oh, the, the counter happens, and he's not the quickest dude in the world. He's not getting back into position. No, he got punished. Hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. That's that's Brighton right now. It's just. They're 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 kind of like like a, a Chelsea. They're hard to trust to do the right thing. <laughs> Matoma's back. Yeah, yeah, Matoma's back. He looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll that'll help their attack kind of get back underway. But they really just got to find out how to get more clean sheets. Like it's it's impossible. They give up. Yeah, they give up too many goals, and then you know, obviously that's not working. Like you're you're. You started so strong, and now you're all, all the way down the ninth. Like you know, Chelsea's one point behind you. It's I don't know. Brighton season, I think, just got away from them a little bit after a hot start, and yeah. well, they stopped scoring four goals a game, but they're still yeah. letting in the same amount, two to three per game. So yeah, I mean, that's it's not, true. <laughs> Evan Ferguson hasn't scored in since his hat trick. Uh, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been playing a ton of minutes, but the minutes he's been getting, he hasn't been doing anything. And and 
But God, remember when teams were like, we should buy Ferguson. Whew, that would have been a... <sighs> I mean, yeah. I, I almost subbed him into my team. Crazy. Yeah, luck. yeah, you nearly did. I mean, it's. I think probably just says you know how good Brighton was looking. It's they mm-hmm. could bring in this 19 year old striker and he pops off and like it looked natural. It looked like it was that was their way forward. And then, yep. uh, you know, things fell apart. Obviously, but yeah, I know it's you know this this Tottenham Tottenham team is is one that'll fight till the end as we've mm-hmm. seen plenty of times already um so i don't know maybe brighton didn't prepare for that they forgot that could happen or something and i don't know dunk was really pushing to to try and get a winner for brighton or something and decided to move up the field out of position for some reason <laughs> strange strange you know? mm-hmm. um fulham took down bournemouth um i think that was pretty pretty fair uh yeah our American boys look good. Ream and Robinson. Uh, Robinson, man. Again, we have keep hyping him up. He's been top defender scorer in our league for, God, how many weeks in this season? He's got to be up there probably for the most weeks of, of being in team of the week. Uh, probably, yeah. He, he's been looking nice. Rodrigo Munez coming in out of nowhere. He now has three mm-hmm. goals in the last two games, kind of replacing uh, Jimenez. Um, in the yeah. nine spot, looking really nice. I think this team just needs a out and out striker every week, and they're going to be okay. <laughs> Looks like it. That's like it <laughs> seems to be a mission piece for them. And when yeah. they have one, things are clicking. So <laughs> good for them. Yeah. Bournemouth looked awful. Nothing mm-hmm. going for them. Um, again, direction for both these teams, not entirely sure, which we've brought up. In yeah. The past, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. I feel like Fulham's that weird team where you see the flashes of of how good they could be, mm-hmm. and then like so then it feels like they should be higher in the table. But then you've seen them at like their lowest of the lows, and you're like, okay, like you can't be that good and this bad. <laughs> so I, I feel like Fulham will probably hover around this spot. Um, I wouldn't could... be surprised to see Bournemouth fall a little bit but you know Bournemouth's been playing better in recent weeks um still kind of struggling obviously I mean struggling to score and Shalinki was had a stretch there where it was like oh like yeah he he had a number of shots though if I remember correctly um um no, it just uh yeah, Solanke had five shots, just none on target. That's a problem. That is a problem. You know. Um Ryan Christie, four shots, none on target. Mm. Um a couple other players, three shots with just like one on target. So like they're shooting just not well. And you know, then you go to the other side and yeah, Muniz, uh two shots, two goals. Yeah. <laughs> William, three shots with two of them on target. Like know you know, that it's nice. It's a, uh, you know, a game of inches at times, and Bournemouth just have to find the right side of those inches, I guess. <laughs> we should hopefully see Tyler Adams by the end of the month. No, finally. Uh, I know. I've been like forgetting about him, so it'll be good to see him playing again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably bright, uh, Bournemouth's only bright spot they have at the moment. So yeah, we'll see if they can turn <laughs> things around. Um, all right. 
let's move down to castle and forest um man that was kind of a back and forth game there uh but, but bruno g came out and yeah why again wide open for some of these shots this seemed to be the theme of the weekend was just let's leave let's leave players wide open at the top of the box and see what they can do and yeah. bruno with two great strikes punished punished forest um yeah. but both the forest goal looked were really nice the hudson Adoy goal was sweet and the elanga run whoo man yeah. he was speeding um yeah yeah elanga looked good he looked up for it um yeah, I mean, I think just needed Forrest to, like, defend a little bit better. Like, mm-hmm. like the, the ball that, uh, you know, doesn't get cleared and, and falls down for Char to just kick open and freely into the goal, basically, is, is like, you can't let that happen. Uh, and then, yeah, Bruno's just So much open. time. So much time. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and now this just takes him back to what was Matt Turner's but you think another keeper is going to make this better like this is I, your third keeper this year what's, that's what, what I'm saying what, what do you think is going to happen <laughs> I hope that Nuno sees this and says like oh this is not a keeper issue like <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's it's clearly just a defensive unit issue at this point and you know maybe just a whole team issue of like people not getting back when they should or or you know, keeping it as tight or, or as structured or whatever it might be. But, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I don't think it's any one player across the, the field, but I mean, to, to kind of take it to Newcastle, I think is probably, um, they can take away something from the game, but like, yeah. man, when, when they go back and watch the tape and just see like, why, why is this guy open? Like, what are we doing? Who, like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was the the Bruno Gamara's second goal when he was able to like mm-hmm. regather his step because he's like oh, there's no one near me I had to like reset up because I misjudged the ball the first time and yeah. still no one was able to step ridiculous um, yeah so. yeah um, well I mean on the keeper conversation I you know Maddie T fans here yeah. Um, so then I, I went back and looked just on FBRF between Turner and Sells, their stats for this year, um, just to see, like, I don't I don't know the Sells guy. I don't know why they brought him in. Full um, season? Is it, are you giving me a full season of Sells from uh, well, what's the sample it's, size it's here? 23 to 24, so um, okay. current season. Um, so Turner's got 17 full matches played. Sells had 21. I think he was at Strasbourg before this. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that time... They've both allowed 28 goals. Mm. Uh, Turner has a save percentage of 67.5. Sells has a save percentage of 60.3. So similar, you know, once you account for a few more matches for Sells. Um, Sweeper actions, basically just did like the things that we track. Mm -hmm. Um, Turner has 18, Sells has 21. Um, Okay, pretty even. A big one that stood out to me was stopped crosses. Turner has 30 stopped crosses. Sells has six. So you're not really coming out commanding that box like like Premier League keepers need to do. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be curious to see what his defenders were doing on crosses. That would be Mm -hmm. that would be what I'd be paying attention to. Like, okay, was he relying on his defenders 
um, mm-hmm. to clear that ball. But now if he gets to Forrest yeah. and he realizes that Matt Turner was the one grabbing those balls, will he be sitting back on his heels saying, I hope my teammates get it? And they yeah. won't. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then launch passes. Turner's attempted 280. Uh, he's completed 45% of those. Cells completed 250, completing 38%. Mm-hmm. So I think a little, probably a little bit better distribution, but you know, not super far off. Um, but then since we have seen Turner make some, some errors mm-hmm. in his passing in the back, I, I looked at the errors. Um, Turner has four this, this year and sales has one. And that's just and the error being, it leads to a shot on goal. Not necessarily okay. it resulted in a goal, but mm-hmm. so I don't know, looking at these stats, um, I could have went back and looked at more, but I, Honestly, wasn't that bothered too <laughs> at that point. But like, sure. it it looks like they more or less just brought in a, a older Matt Turner at this point. Like, this is the Pam Beasley. It's the same picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, it just um, except for those stops crosses, which like, yeah, could be just the defensive setup that Sells was used to. Sure. At, I would at not Strasbourg. be shocked if that's what it was. 100%. It seems like a just a weird choice to to bring him in um i get he's he's older so maybe they were hoping just more experience in the back but i think sales is 31 and turner's like 29 or something so like again not far off (laughs) but uh i don't know i i don't think i don't think it's just the the single keeper issue you know it's it's more rooted in the team and defense <laughs> there's a bigger picture here that they mm-hmm. might be failing to understand uh, yeah <laughs> yikes <laughs> three keepers is that the most for a non-injured i feel like it is for non-injured um, uh, keepers who else has been rotating keepers like that, that probably because brighton was only doing the two um yeah Yeah, I mean, because yeah, Arsenal. Chelsea brought in Petrovic, but Sanchez was injured. Yeah, Arsenal too, but then like really, it just became Raya. So scapegoat. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Everyone else, I, I think, is pretty nailed on with their their starter keeper. Just going down my list here, but yeah, I think I think that's fair to say, huh? Yeah. Poor Maddie. So. I mean, I don't know. I think I don't. I want to say the door's not closed at Forest for for Matty T. Um, I think it will just be whoever can in in their practices, whoever can like gel with that a, a defensive unit better. I mm-hmm. think we'll probably get the start along with that defensive unit. Like, right? <laughs> it's just uh, there's so many players on that Forest team. They got to go through a few variations, you know. <laughs> True. Well, I got West Ham coming up, so this will either be a bounce back game for West Ham or a, uh, mm. you know, if Sells, this actually could decide a lot of things. If, if Forrest wins and Sells is in behind the post, Sells mm-hmm. could be arguably the keeper for the rest of the year if they take down West Ham, who's, you know, yeah, true. top seven. Or West Ham comes in, thumbs them, and Nuno says, okay, that was a terrible decision. <laughs> Get back in there, Matt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm rooting for a West Ham thumping so we can hopefully see Matt Turner get back in there. Wouldn't that be some shit if they just like light him up? I mean, look, 
Arteta talked about wanting to sub a keeper mid game. <laughs> he still hasn't done it. So maybe Nuno take that comment and make it your own now and, and, you know, start sales and see, okay, he's not coming out to stop crosses, whatever. Turner does that. Get in there. <laughs> Dude, the disrespect is so crazy. When's the last time we saw a keeper get, was it, was it Keppa, but he refused to? But he refused. I'm pretty sure that's the last time. <laughs> Good luck, anyone else. He really set the president of like, yeah, no, you ain't going to do that to me. <laughs> Who was the coach yeah. at that time? Was it Frank? Um, I think so. I forget. Maybe it was wasn't it Conte? Frank. Oh, I think it was Conte. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, oh, no, it was Maurizio Sarri. Oh, my God. I forgot about him. He was probably yeah, he smoking a, while he subbed him out. Probably, yeah. He, he had a, a brief period there four years ago. Wow. That was, <laughs> that was four years ago? Four years ago. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was that long ago. <laughs> that's crazy. Whew, time is flying. Anyway, (laughs) um, last game of the weekend here, uh, Man United, Ashton Villa. Not shocked by the scoreline. I kind of, you know, this has been the trend. Ashton Villa slowly trending downwards. They might have hit their peak too soon. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe hoping for a bounce back for them. Um, But they are, you know, they they killed Sheffield last week. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Man United's kind of figured some things out. I hate saying yeah. it. I really hate it. Yeah, but it doesn't they found feel balance. good to say it. But they found balance. Yeah, they, they, I think they got the right people back that they needed. Somehow motivated Casemiro to, like, play again. Um, yeah, things are clicking for them, which sucks. But, you know, it... it this game didn't have to end this way. Like, I feel like Villa had so many opportunities where it was just like shot right at Onana or like just Mm. a soft shot. Um, Or they were just playing like FIFA where it's like six deflections before it goes in. And it's like, so I guess Villa's like looking a little bit better more towards what, what what they were. Um, But now just maybe have that mental block of like getting the goal. Mm. Um, yeah, and then I mean, and who else to get the winner besides McTominay? I, I know that guy's gonna ride this, these like late winners for his whole career. I think I threw my pen <laughs> when he scored. I was fuck God again. It's always him. Yeah, always. and that's the thing is like, you know, but before we made our winter fantasy changes, I looked at McTominay because like, dude pops up as scoring. He does nothing else. He pops up at the end of these games, scores. It's the winner, and boom, done. So, like, fantasy perspective, it didn't really help me. But, um, you know, it's it's just incredible that he has a knack to 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 be in the right spot at the right time. And um, I guess it's a good weapon to have off the bench. And, you know, it's uh, if Ten Hag realizes that, which it seems like he does, then he'll keep doing it. And teams will have to respect McTominay for it. But, yeah. Across from Dallow, got the assist. So I know. good pickup for you. It was a good assist too. <laughs> yeah, kind of fumbling it down there. He just came in and booted it in, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It was nice. McTominay has a a knack for scoring those. Um, yeah. 
so yeah, Ashton Villa, man, they they got to figure some things out. They got uh, they got Fulham and then Forest next. So if they want to get back on track, I think those are actually. Yeah. And they got Luton afterwards too. So they really have three winnable games. Um, yeah. If they drop, definitely these, should. Though, but if they drop I these, mean, though, it's going to be rough because then they go to play Tottenham, which is arguably the you know mm, the top four. Schools. Yeah. I mean that that's kind of my thought process on these next ones is like. They should be winning them, but Fulham, I think, is can be a trap game for almost anyone. Just depends what Fulham shows up. Right. Um, who is the next? Forest. One? Forest. Vill- Forest. I think they they can deal with. Yeah, Villa's okay. at home. Villa's at home for that, but they got Luton. The Luton, yeah. Like if it's the Luton we've seen the past couple weeks, Luton home. That could be rough. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I mean, right now, what they're only one point behind Tottenham, so yes, right. if they can kind of hang on and and you know, then that game means a little bit more. Maybe Emery can use it as his like, all right, cup final, <laughs> you know, like put your shooting boots on and and let's get it done. Um, I don't know. They, I think they uh, they're making the right progress. I guess like. They got shots off. They're, you know, mostly defended well. Um, just got to, like, I don't know. They're, they're not just clicking as, as seamlessly as they were at the start of the season. Yeah, they, they peaked in December. Again, they beat City, beat Arsenal, and yeah. then they said, job done. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. We're done. See you next year. <laughs> Told you we can do it. Yeah, for they real. Were on, they were on the fiscal year. January to December, they didn't realize that uh, they got five more months to play. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Chad, we nailed it. That was match week 24? Four. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, we're almost there. Crazy. Yeah. All right, let's bust out the team, the meme, the dream, the goal, <laughs> the player. Um, I think team. We can start with team. I, you know, in my head, there's kind of only one right now that's really standing out. Maybe two, but I think one. Arsenal thumping West Ham. Revenge mm-hmm. revenge victory. Yeah. Uh, not everyone, but almost everyone on the attacking side getting a goal. Um, great effort all around. You don't let one in. You made half that stadium walk home <laughs> before the game uh, was even halfway through. Yeah. There, there were no bubbles at any point. Which is honestly, that's my favorite part about West Ham games. So pretty sad to not see any. Um, and then, I'll, of course, I'm going to give shout outs to Sheffield, mm-hmm. uh, just because we don't see wins from them very often. I don't know how long it's been. Actually, I'm going to look at that right now. How long has it been since yeah, I don't the know. last DPL win? Uh, I feel like quite a while. <laughs> uh, November fourth. Okay, yeah. Against yeah. the Wolves. So. Yeah, yeah. I had the same two teams down. Um, you know. You put six past a, a a top half of the table team. I think that's a pretty good performance. Um, and just to like, I know some of it's down to just West Ham not really playing after that first goal, but like mm-hmm. to put six past them so easily was just like, whoa, like there's levels to this and Arsenal's at a completely different one than West Ham. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, Sheffield, you know. Surprised all of us, I think. So for sure, <laughs> definitely get a shout. 
Um, but Arsenal, I think Arsenal deserves it. Yeah, definitely. definitely. The revenge win goes a long way. Um, for player, um, want to take the lead here? Yeah. Um, I mean, Rice definitely gets a shout. One goal, two assists Mm -hmm. um, against his former club. So maybe he had a little extra motivation in him. Maybe it's just happenstance that you know he sent in the corners that that Saliba and uh, Gabrielle were able to get to and stuff. But, um, you know, his goal was great. Um, that said, I think, I think my nomination is Harvey Elliott. Oh, um, thank you. Technically one assist, but I'm counting it as two my because God. he set that up. Um, I think Liverpool probably could have came out of this game with the win regardless of him being out there, but like he got out there, he made things happen. Um, so I, I think he was, you know, a real game changer in that sense. So I'm going to go Harvey Elliott on this one. Right on. I'm going to switch it to a man. We haven't been the most fond of this year, but Bruno uh, Gamerez had some nice goals, man. And he was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when the crowd is chanting, chanting Bruno at you, it's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> And uh, you probably saw the screenshot I took of him celebrating. Mm-hmm. That was like accidental renaissance esque. Um, yeah, I don't cool. know, man. It was it was kind of a cool sight to see. I was weirdly like jealous of like what does that feel like? And it, that's got to just feel so powerful when you can just oh, I'm sure when you can command thousands of people to chant your name, and you're just like look at me. It's very like egotistical, <laughs> and it's very yeah. uh, you know egocentric, but. Very cool to say the, to say the least. So that, oh, that, yeah. that's my shout out. Um, other good performances though. A lot of good like not so much stat performances, but again, mm-hmm. just the players that came back from Afcon and, and Asia Cup, like Sun and Endo. If those guys aren't there, this I know Liverpool was against Burnley, but like truly made a huge difference. Didn't show up on the stat yeah. sheet a ton, but God, it's so nice to have him back. And I'm sure Tottenham saying the same thing about Sun, especially oh, because yeah. of his run. Um, he looked fresh as hell on that run too. So <laughs> I know he did not look like he'd been playing a whole tournament or anything. <laughs> no, he looked insanely quick. Um, so yeah, those are, those are the two that I guess three that stand out, but, um, mm-hmm. Hey man, if you want to say Harvey Elliott for his little left foot curlers, let's do yeah. it, man. Harvey. You... I mean, I, it, when you come into a game, you know, it, it's already hard enough to, warm up to the the game and and get yourself involved and to come in and and get the two winning assists mm. technically one but um you know i think that's that's a big shout like rice's goal was great he played well like he always has for arsenal but um you know west ham just rolled over on this one so <laughs> it it takes away a little bit of like how good his performance looks stat wise i for think sure. but for sure. i'm down with harvey elliott i mean bruno put up a good good game but like he almost let forest beat you so that's true that's true <laughs> um well for goals chat i have i have a def- decent list here yeah um how many in total technically technically six but i'm gonna win down to five uh okay. the nunez header just because it was a lovely mm. flick. Uh, mm. The Holland one-on-one, where he said, mm. get out of my way, child. Yeah. Uh, the Declan hit, 
because yeah, that's that was a smoker. Um, the Trissard and Saka, they cut inside goals, like <laughs> both solid tandem. Um, yeah, but it's got to go to Lerma for Palace because <laughs> because yeah, I, I need you to to set the scene on this one because it's a whole scene that makes the goal. Because <laughs> eight seconds prior to this goal, he whiffed so hard and looked like a player who should not be out there. <laughs> Didn't give up on the play. And then had a screamer in the mm. top right. Now, I will say, Petrovic might have been a little delayed to react to this. Probably because he sure. didn't expect him to hit it. But he still stretched out. He was full stretch and, and, and didn't even get fingers on it. Um, that that goal was a surprise to me. I said, yeah. you know, that I popped off. Cause I was like, whoa, whoa, my goodness, where did that come from? Like, it really came out of nowhere. Um, the Declan goal similar but because the trussard and odegaard like huh, 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 hesitation <laughs> like i was like what are they doing and then i was like whoa hello um <laughs> both of them were very similar but i think yeah i think lerma redeemed himself so much in that oh, for sequence sure. that he deserve it he deserves it from from my point of view yeah yeah um it's funny i there's people in the arsenal subreddit saying like no 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 Odegaard and Trossard saw Declan coming, so they were like creating space for him. I was like, no, you guys, stop trying to like, I don't know, paint this the 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 you know best way. Like they were clearly going to run into each other and thought one was going and one was and like, um, so funny, yeah. But um, Lerma's goal, I think, I'm I'm down with it, especially because of the like <laughs> just incredible whiff seconds before. <laughs> I didn't know it was yeah. like I didn't realize it was the same player until they went back and, and showed the mm -hmm. replay too, um, because it was like about ten seconds or so in between. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he gets it for me. Uh, the only other ones I had were uh, talked about, it, but Cameron Archer's run and, and shot was nice. Um, O'Shea's header against Liverpool was pretty nice. Snuck it in there. Um, and then Mooney's second goal where William crosses it in and he just slots at home yeah, at the back post. Nice. Wide open. Very nice. But I mean, but look, if you're going to go for this botched karate kick move and then somehow get the ball back seconds later and, and slot in a curler like that, like he went from you meme, meme to goal of the week real quick. <laughs> for real. <laughs> All right. He might win both, honestly. Like we could just chop that, that scene in half. Yeah. <laughs> So true. Yeah. Um, the memes were good this week, Chad. Douglas Louise's <laughs> celebration was a classic. Can you do it? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you can get a little more shoulders in there. Let's see. I mean, I'm going to get some space here. It's like a... <laughs> <laughs> that was intense, man. Why do you do that so hard? I don't know. It, it looked like the... Like a release of frustration, and then I think he realized what he was doing and where he was doing it, and he was like, "I should get up and go." Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was good. Um, the magic card trick in Afcon was sick. I was definitely yeah. definitely into that. I would love to see more magic tricks coming into celebrations. I mean, um, look, we we had um, you know, not magic tricks, but Aubameyang used to do like the mask thing. Right. Like, right? Where's where's the fun celebrations like that? Pull those things out, like. If you got a trick in you, 
busted out. Like, good. Camera's was, on you. It was good sleight of hand too. It wasn't like yeah. a, like a, a shitty thing. It was you know it wasn't tacky. It was like clever. No. And I don't know what it the I don't know what the card logo was. It was like an S or something. But yeah, it don't matter. Not sure. I don't care what yeah. it was. It looked cool. It was different. No one's it might have been the first magic trick ever done on a soccer pitch. And I mean like. That's a high pressure situation. You yeah. just scored. Everyone's cheering. <laughs> Camera's solely on you. You fucked that up. Everyone's gonna meme me even harder for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, and we don't. There's no winner of meme of the week. No, yeah. But Chad, the Undertaker. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we had to declare a meme of the year. The Undertaker going to a Saudi game. And holding and what revealing the trophy with Ronaldo weirdly <laughs> looking excited behind him. You look like a little kid. <laughs> what what world is this? <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it's like I said, like you know, we know the 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 fan um, numbers are not not great for the Saudi league. So whatever you got to do to get people there, you know, it's uh, how many people do you think were even there for that? Like honestly, I don't know the number, but I if six hundred or so are coming for Jordan Henderson's games. Yeah. Probably not a lot, but I mean now that they heard the Undertaker was at the last game, maybe they gotta go to the next game. Who knows? Could get John Cena out there. I did not think this was real. I really didn't. When I saw because the the clip I saw was just a like pretty cr- crop clip of, of the Undertaker mm-hmm. just walking out to like a trophy. And they were like, you know, saying, oh, he shows up at Ronaldo's game. I was like, bullshit. There's not Ronaldo. <laughs> and then the cop, the finally, the version that I got where Ronaldo was like looking around. He's like, oh, what? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. That's silly. But Strange I mean, world. cool. You know, got to do what you got to do. Um, the, the last one I got to mention, though, was Real Madrid opening mm. a hamburger chain in Mexico. <laughs> with plans to like grow this thing and, and have like actual income from it is just like i i want them to do like burgers that are i don't know like i want the ronaldo burger or something and it's like mm, stamped that. with his name and number and then like i don't know some you, you gotta jazz it up you can't just give me a hamburger and like call it a day yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be cool have you ever been to Ike's? Yeah, yeah. I was just kind so of know, thinking that. So you know how they have the player names for different locations? Yeah. It would be cool if they were able to tie in, like, local teams to, like, mm, oh, you know, I'll, I'll have, if, you know, I don't know, say they're in Liverpool. They make one of them, oh, I'd like to have the Mo Salah or something like Something yeah. like that where it could be, you know, paying, you know, we understand this is Real's thing. But, you know, you can have the yeah. Ronaldo sandwich in every place. I'm hoping exactly. they don't, I'm hoping they don't do, like, I'll have the Uno, which is just a single burger, or like I'll have the Dose, which is a two yeah. like a two pat. I'm hoping that they don't go basic. Like make make this thing into something interesting. I feel like you have to. Like you're a football club opening a burger shop. Like you're gonna get some attention anyway. But like really lean into that because that's just so weird, right? Like why not have fun with it and yeah, have like the Ronaldo burger and then yeah, if you're you know, in Liverpool, like the the Sala or something, like just the it's Messi already a weird Ronaldo. combination. Let's go, yeah. Let's go crazy! Yeah, like like a Messi versus Ronaldo chicken wing box. Oh, I don't know, like shit. the gang bang <laughs> Ronaldo Messi. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anything you want. 
<laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. I think it's where in Mexico is it? Um, the tweet that I saw doesn't say spe- specifically, but uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. You know, it's, it's gotta be what Mexico they're City. they're forecasting the business in 2024. Um, oh, they want to franchise the business this year. Um, okay. But they expect annual revenue to reach 762 million in seven years. So, like, that's a pretty good return mm. and just extra income. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if this sees some even low level of success. If if other clubs start to branch out and maybe not do burger joints, but you know, I don't know, open a open a hookah bar or something like. Spurs just, gotta go chicken wings. Chicken wings. There you go. It's match made in heaven, right? They got to. (laughs) So many options. Yeah. And then um, perhaps the most non-meme meme meme of the week, the blue card. Oh, yes. Wow. forgot about that topic. (laughs) As much as it sounds like a meme, it may not be. (laughs) Chad, I, I don't see it happening for real. I really don't. I, yeah, I, especially for Premier League, it's too yeah. it's too abstract, it's too like I don't say controversial, but it, it it's just like it's gonna take away so much of the true part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think refs just need to buckle down a little bit more, make players understand yeah. they can't get away with this shit, mm-hmm. yellow card them if necessary, don't give them a red card for for like Dallow's situation a couple weeks ago where mm-hmm. like you don't even give him time to react. It's like, okay, like then you just, you just kill momentum there. Allow referees to be able to redact a yellow card in case their ego gets too far. Right. Like it's fair. Yeah. You know, I understand refs are always trying to be right and they can never be wrong. But at the same time, like, you know how you sometimes see refs take that red card and they, they bring it back down and they say no red card and they can't like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. check yourself. It's not, it's not the worst thing to check yourself. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this a couple, maybe months ago now, when, like, the sin bin thing kind of came up. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. okay, you're the team that has a guy pulled off for 10 minutes. You're keeping possession in, in safe areas, time-wasting, faking injuries, anything you can for 10 minutes. So game basically stops. It's going to be you so know, it, boring. It, it, it's not worth implementing at, at certainly at the highest levels and and you know probably many levels down as well but yeah it just uh it just feels like the easier solution would be to properly yellow card verbal abuse if if that's your targeting or like the cynical fouls which is already a big gray word of like what is that considered, yep. you know? Yep. Um, the example they had was was uh, Chiellini pulling back Saka during, um, what, the Euros, I think it was? Um, I think that's what it was. Chiellini? Why is that name ringing? Oh, from Italy, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Italy, yeah. Um, you know, but, like, it's that, that foul of, like, he's making a good run and gets just pulled back. Like, you see all the teams and players do it. Okay, so just yellow card that foul. That foul will stop after enough people get yellow carded and realize, like, ooh, can't do that, you know? Right. So I don't think it's necessary. Um, England offered up 
the women's and men's FA Cups for next season to trial it. I hope that doesn't go through because, you know, yeah. FA Cup, I think, is still a big enough competition that you don't want to see it get ruined by this like weird blue card thing. And, and then you get two blue cards and equals a red anyway. So it's like, we're doing a yellow <laughs> basically anyway, right? Like, <laughs> don't, can't wait for the purple cards. Yeah, it's just... If they want to, if they want to, like, try and get rid of abuse towards the refs and stuff, put that microphone on the ref, put the camera on them, whatever you got to do, like, then you can hold people accountable as you give them a yellow. And if they keep going and you want to send them off the pitch, do it. You got the, the, you know, audio, video proof, whatever. Like, that's the easy route here. (laughs) Not changing the whole rule set. It's crazy how, how we'd be able to see in here and hold people accountable all yeah. because we can just put a mic on them, which <laughs> happens anyway. There's probably mics on them now for documentaries oh, and sure. TV shows and whatever yeah. the team is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It'd be fascinating to hear though. I'd love to see what refs are being called in the middle of a game to make them yeah. not give a yellow. Like what, what, what is the line? Like what, like am I going to call you a wanker and get a yellow? Or do I have to call you a fucking wanker? And get yeah. Like what? Like what? How? What can I get away with here? Yeah. Um. I'm genuinely curious to see what what players say and do. And no, yeah. And I, I think it would be good, you know, if if you're, especially in this this VAR era of like worried about refs always being right or uh, respected or anything like that. Like, if you put a mic on them and we can hear like what's being said to them mm-hmm. that almost like humanizes the ref more and makes the fans more empathetic to what For like sure. they're actually going through right so yeah. i think that's the smarter move um i'd also just say like go with like instead instead of like anyone and everyone can crowd the ref in these situations like it's the people affected in the foul and captains like that should kind of be the limit again the ref will have to play how strict he wants to be with that mm-hmm but again, that's kind of your role here is to like control the game and, and, you know, ideally keep everyone on the, on the pitch. But if someone's out of line, then they got to go. Lock them up. All you got to do is just hold that card in your hand. As soon as yeah, someone, oh, yeah. just put it yeah. in your hand, see what, like, come at me. Especially if it's red. <laughs> no one wants to walk up to well, a, true. Yeah. a red card yeah. in his hand. Just because you pull it out don't mean you got to show it. But yeah, once it's out, you'll see everyone acts exactly as perfectly as you wanted them to right are you sure about this (laughs) say it to my face one more time (laughs) yeah so i don't think it'll go through um it just it's not worth it it's a a fun meme to talk about yeah (laughs) it's a short-lived meme probably gonna forget about it in a year's time I'm sure, yeah. Do it, in the, do it in, like, the U.S. Cup. Do it in the, the, the U.S. Mm-hmm. Tour and the Asian Tour when teams go out. Just to, yeah. like, I don't know. It'd be kind of fun. It'd actually be kind of silly to look at. Because I'm sure players would, yeah. and like, I'm sure they'd get it for really dumb reasons. Like, those players aren't going to get that worked up Yeah. in those games or make rough fouls. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, but then, know. yeah, the, today it came out, or maybe yesterday it came out that, like, if a keeper is shown a blue card, you know, they got to go off for 10 minutes and so then the team either has to make a permanent yeah. sub or put an outfield player in, in, in goal. Two like, keepers, baby. The hell is this game going to be then? You know, it's it just... See, this is where they got to find the loophole where it's like, if you 
sub a keeper in and your other keeper comes back in, it doesn't say in the rule book you can't have two keepers. This is like I'm trying to go galaxy brain here. Oh, like, like the ultimate park the bus. Like, like, <laughs> like get a blue card in the first minute. Uh-huh. Sub your keeper. Get it, make sure you're still on your keeper. And then mm. somehow figure out a way to get two keep like I'd love to see what the rule book says with all these little nitty gritty things yeah. about oh well if you have a keeper in there now you gotta move that keeper out, but he's like He's already wearing the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mourinho's just pouring over the rules right now. He's like, oh, sure. okay, okay. There will be someone out there who finds a weird, like, bend in this rule, and they get a blue card on purpose. It's going to happen. <laughs> Mark my words. Well, there you go. Hopefully we get to see it. Um, For that reason. Ideally, oh, yeah. ideally, yeah, not in anything, like, with consequence, but uh, I'm here for the meme of it. <laughs> It'd be awesome. It'd be so awesome. All right. I think we nailed it, Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you got to say to the people? Nope. Just uh, more footy to come, you know? How many weeks we got? 14 more weeks? Mm-hmm. That's not a lot of time. No. Let's make some moves. All right. With that, uh, episode 61 in the books. Mm-hmm. It is bedtime, so with that, the hooligans pitch are out. Peace. Peace.